Welcome to another edition of Sean and D's Good Tape. Sean Newell, Dennis Brzezinski, how you doing, D? Hello, Bungo. I'm doing much better. Can you hear me now? I can. Yes, we've, we've, worked, <laughs> a, we've worked diligently before the show to make sure your mic works correctly. Well, so, it, yeah. it turns out that over 49 episodes, uh, one thing is still proven is I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Hi, Richie. How are you on that note? How's it going? gentlemen it's great to be here and disappointment always starts with d i was just gonna say you nodded your head a little too quickly after i said i was a fucking idiot and speaking of disappointment always starts with d uh we there's apparently been a little bit of backlash over the last episode or at least the last episode's name you mean aside from the fact that nobody could hear you during the entire show (laughs) oh don't try to throw this on i was told i was told that you were so quiet that my voice was scary on the show because I was so loud compared to you. So people listening through headphones. Was that by your children? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's always (laughs) (laughs) people, people listening through headphones would have to turn it up when you were on. And then when I would come on, it was so loud. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I I blew a speaker out of my car because of it, because uh, you know, I had, I had it up for D and then Sean came on and shattered. Yes. Voice of God. Anyway, voice um, of God. There it is. anyway, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Rip More me like the voice of God complex. <laughs> oh, oh, coming from Mr. Executive producer. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, just call me pot. <laughs> He's uh, kettle. Oh, fair. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get the cricket sound going. Uh, anyhow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was pointed out that by a, a copy editor uh mm-hmm. meg with an h mm-hmm. and jen from france that uh, uh Dennis, is... it's it's pronounced meg <sighs> you, you, the it's h a... is not silent but uh apparently grammatically sean you misnamed the uh i did she was right she was right now i will say that while i did misname it i will you know we did just talk about who the executive producer of the show is and he didn't catch it and you didn't catch it. So is it really on me because I mistyped a couple of oh, things or is Jesus it on the two Christ. of you? Look, look at this. You could tell, you could tell you're in a leadership role at work because of the, you're just fucking throwing shit all shit runs downhill. Down it absolutely does. <laughs> so okay, apparently, Richie, now our job is to uh, double check everything Sean does on the show. And, and unfortunately, D, that means it's falling on you because I don't social media. So I had no idea Sean. Had well, you also don't do shit except for come on the show. <laughs> I also set up the Zoom, motherfucker. This is episode. Okay, this is episode forty nine. This will be the last episode of Sean and D's Good Tape. <laughs> well, featuring Richie. <laughs> Me and you are still good, Sean. Right? No, it'll be Sean and Richie's I mean, Good Tape. I mean, you're the one who has those no. friends that like to call me out for shit. I mean, I don't they're know. They're not friends, Sean. They're not friends. Just no, they're friends. not friends. They're not just friends. They're listeners. They're part of the dozens. Yeah, I guess without them, we just have dozen, not dozens. Yeah, exactly. Hmm, fair. Exactly. Okay. All right. I'll be honest. <laughs> we might have dozen and dozen. We just don't have the plural. Yeah. Hmm. So we might have 24. Maybe. 
Depends on the week. You know, it's, it, yeah. you know, it ranges. Sometimes we have 50 or 60. It just depends on the week. So, yeah. And it depends on when people decide to like all of a sudden catch up on shows. You can see when it happens because our, our, uh, algorithm will go way up all of a sudden. People, more people will listen to us. It's interesting. I'd like to think it has to do with long bathroom breaks. That's when they catch up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of that, it's nine o'clock or no, it's almost 10 o'clock in the morning here. I've made the mistake of trying to drink with you guys. You do that. You <laughs> so, do that on occasion. Was it a couple of yeah, weeks yeah, ago yeah. when we did a show and uh, it was like noon by the time we got done and you were like having a rough day for the rest of the day because of, uh, because of our fun. It was a Saturday night, just like this is for Richie and I. But... Oh, that's right. Because you had just gotten back from a party mm-hmm. and wanted to make sure you weren't the only one with a bug. Yeah, yeah. So you asked me to start. Drinking. That was the show that I actually felt bad for Richie because he was not drinking that night. Cause he was working a lot at that time and doing OT yep. and all of that stuff. And you, and you and I were kind of fired up and he was not. So yeah, yeah. those are always tough well, situations to be in. Richie's got his old fashioned and a beer waiting for him afterwards. So mm-hmm. this should be, I'm on to the beer. We, we've been ah. talking for 50 minutes before we actually started the uh, recording. Yeah. So yeah. good luck listeners. It was funny. It. it was funny a little bit ago i went up and mixed myself another drink and amanda goes are you guys done already i said we haven't even started yet <laughs> <laughs> so so what, go, on, a, go watch hamilton again <laughs> uh, speaking of that uh hamilton i don't know why but speaking of that uh i love all the shade that paul mccartney is uh i, I think hamilton made me think of it because they like that better than the beatles i think that's why my head went there but did you see the Paul McCartney throwing shade at the Rolling Stones, calling them a blues cover band this week? No. Oh, I missed yeah. that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So Ooh. at the show, at the show the other night with uh, uh, in L.A., uh, apparently uh, Mick Jagger said, uh, "Yeah, our good friend Paul McCartney's in the back. We asked him to come out and do a blues cover, but he's p- politely de- declined or some shit like that." But uh, nice. Yeah. Bunch yeah, of seventy, speak. bunch of seventy and eighty year old men getting ready to throw down. Huh? Seventy eight year old Mick Jagger. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, how the fuck did that happen? By the way, speaking of <laughs> speaking of Paul McCartney, I'm now on episode four of the Hulu oh. show, so we're going to be able to actually talk about it in depth here soon. <laughs> well, we We've mentioned sure it a few times, show. but but uh, we, <laughs> we have got to actually... make sure Richie's on the show so he doesn't get offended. That if it would be fucking nice. <laughs> <laughs> the Get Back documentary is coming out soon too. Yeah, Ooh, that's uh, real soon, right? Yeah, I think it's the end of October or, or beginning of November. But uh, but yeah, that'll be great. And speaking of that, my Let It Be uh, box set shipped the other day. So it'll be waiting for me when I get home. If. If I get home. I mean, yeah. yeah. Beautiful Okinawa, Japan now. It's a much nicer room, hear- though. It looks much nicer. Oh. oh, my God. That fucking hotel I was in last week when we recorded, they must have had a crazy Japanese lens or some shit like that, taking a picture of the room because it was a shit box. Like, God damn it. Like the bathroom was like a bathroom in a camper or some shit like that. It was awful. It was so fucking bad. The toilet that doesn't have any water in it, (laughs) like a camper. (laughs) Well, it wasn't built for a man my size either. Like it was like, I I had the warming, you know, toilet seat, but, uh, uh, but other than that, like it was just awkward. (laughs) Like it was just, the weirdest fucking thing in the world. It had a warming toilet. But did the seat only warm or did it wash you? Like, I mean, it was like a bidet. Oh, was, did you have a bidet? I was afraid. It, yeah, no, that, the opposite. In, in, the in Japan, all almost all the toilets are bidets. The, like, that's, but, yeah. 
but the buttons were in Japanese, so I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. So I was not about to just sit there in the toilet with my ass exposed, <laughs> pressing buttons to see what happened. There was no Hit the way enema button. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's a, that's a great. That's a oh, man. oh man! All right. Pano probe. <laughs> <laughs> and Why Scott, would they put this Scott, on here? And Scott Bayo gave me pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, going uh, into yeah, listeners, you can already see where this is going. So uh, <laughs> tread carefully. Yeah. Uh, so good playlist this week. I've listened to it several times, and uh, this is one of our better playlists that we've ever had, in my opinion. And and like, there's really, I don't think there's a theme to it, but it just the songs fit together well. Yeah, they're from a very wide range of of of, uh, of genres and stuff and yeah it just really worked mm-hmm. i agree you want to lead yeah, us off no. D? yeah it, no it was it just turned out to be actually a fun playlist given the fact that there's some pretty dark songs on here too mm-hmm. uh so leading off is uh parachutes by pearl jam off of their uh, uh 2006 self-titled avocado album uh this song just a well-written kind of pop song you know like a it's, love it's song, a beatles almost. song yeah yeah like absolutely. i like when i listen to it i'm like oh this is when pearl jam went through their beatles phase well they've always had the beatles part to them uh, uh if you listen to a lot of like the uh, the b-sides uh yeah it, you know, and, like and it's it's just real apparent in this song because it has a very like the 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 music itself is very kind of set in a box the way most of the beatles songs are and then they expand and they expand with the vocals, but it, it's, it's really like, it, it just, it didn't sound like normal Pearl Jam to me. No, but in, in, in a, in a like sweet way, like it was just like, you know, like listening to like the new Eddie Vedder solo song, uh, you know, you can see like his influence. And, and I think Stone Gossard actually wrote the music to the song. Uh, uh, but it, it was, uh, but it's yeah, just remarkably fun. Laura, our, you know, listener Laura helped with this with this pick. Uh, uh, this was the one that she recommended that she's always really dug. So, uh, but yeah, no, it was just yeah, just a nice, pleasant, easy listen. Like, and, and it's weird for how heavy the uh, themes of the song are that it's done in such a pleasant, poppy way. And love, wish the world could glow again with love. One can't seem to have enough. In war, break the sky and tell me what it's for. Uh, I'll travel there on my own. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. So I, I, I kind of took this song, kind of, uh, you know, the more I listened to it, as somebody who's nearing the end of their life and kind of looking back on a little bit of their their life and saying, because I was with you, this life was awesome. You know, it was it, it made it so much better than it would have been, you know, otherwise. But but the the line that kind of made me think that a little bit was that and I got to find it here. Um, you all you you all the dreams we shared and lights we turned on, but the house is getting dark and I don't want to know your past, but together share the dawn like I want to wake up again tomorrow to continue the story that we have. And I'm not sure when the story is actually going to end is kind of how I how I kind of took it the more I listened to it. And my, my interpretation was slightly different on that. I was thinking more of, um, so this was what, 2006, 2008-ish timeframe. I, I was thinking I, I was thinking he was almost, like Eddie was almost getting kind of beaten down from 
all the things he sees going going wrong with the world i mean this is definitely an anti-war song so you're you're talking three years after the the invasion of iraq and just i'm gonna wake up tomorrow and i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna start out again and keep fighting the good fight but my god i like this is this is weighing on me it, it that's and, an interesting thing too yeah and this album was entire super political mm-hmm. with a uh, worldwide suicide mm-hmm. and life wasted and unemployable which we talked about and and uh and and sean i think i think you're not far off i think there, there's part of that to it but but uh i would have fallen from the sky till you parachutes have opened now like mm-hmm. like i think he was giving up hope and then all of a sudden he met this person and the parachutes opened and saved him. So maybe not towards uh, the end of life, but maybe just till they met that person towards the end of yeah. hope. Yeah. I think like okay. Richie was, That's was pointing out. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just such a beautiful song. And this album is so, uh, I think underrated, but I, I don't know I, if you listen to it. I don't know if you listen to it through headphones at all. When you were, yeah. uh, when you were listening to this, there's this one place and I can't remember the exact part in it, but there's a nasty guitar riff in there that just kind of jumps out at you in one certain place of the song. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was like, whoa, that's that's an awesome guitar. Staying in the box. And then, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and it's just such a well-arranged song too. And uh, uh, trying to find notes on this song, there's not a whole lot on the internet, but uh, uh, I went on the, uh, the Pearl Jam message boards and there's, you know, people were talking about how this is one of their least favorite songs, but then other people were talking about how they saw it live and, just was like maybe one of their most underrated songs and it, it's it's yeah I, i've always really liked this song but having to spend a week with it i'd like thank you laura this that was great it was awesome i had not heard this song before i mean i'm sure i had you know when i very first listened to the album but i don't remember it at all so it was a it was a new one for me see it was yeah, definitely it, for me yeah it was probably not one you you went back to an awful lot you know like unlike myself or 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 jen from france you know like we listened to pearl jam a lot you know so like i'll throw on when, when she's not a... listening to silver chair <laughs> what's wrong with silver chair a are lot. you trying to compare silver chair to imagine dragons what <laughs> oh <laughs> imagine dragons actually has fans oh well silver chair apparently does too richie jen from france <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh oh richie's frozen okay i was, my w- end. was wondering if it was my internet or richie's end. oh he is frozen take a screenshot yeah, I want to take his. Oh, he's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's really stuck. The bad thing is, is, if he drops off, that means that we're kicked out too. So we'll see what happens here. This will be kind of interesting. <laughs> All right, so should we talk about the Paul McCartney uh, Hulu series? <laughs> <laughs> there he is. He's back. <laughs> so, so yeah, you two are frozen for me. It, it, it's sad. <laughs> are you back now? Can can I, can you hear us? I can hear you. Yes. Okay. We could hear each other the whole time. We just couldn't hear you. I see. I could still hear you for quite a while. Like you're like, Oh, Richie stuck, Richie stuck. Huh. And you two were stuck, but yeah, okay. it, it happens. Well, you're back. It's all Inter- good. internet's yeah. a fickle yeah. bitch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Believe me. I know I, most of my shows are hotel internet shit. Yes. Uh, Which is somehow better than your UP internet shit. No, just in my, just in my room. Like if I go into the office, yeah. it's much better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's weird too uh the next song richie uh as long as you're back yeah uh, so uh this one was I, I'm, I'm really actually excited to hear d's take on this song it's a uh, connection by one republic and and I, I honestly i thought you could go one of two ways on it um this is a song i actually really enjoy like it's it's a pop rock song it's got a good beat 
I'm very, very, very fascinated to see what what your thoughts are on it. Okay, so it's, you know, connection by One Republic. Uh, uh, it's it, the first time I heard it. Well, when I saw you picked it, I was like, "Is this a fucking boy band?" Because the way One Republic is spelled, like all together, it's it seems like it's it's going to be a boy band song. And then I listened to it, and it sounds like one of those shitty songs that uh, uh, you slash I picked. You know, like the, the 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 cadence of it. But but then just listening to it, it's it's a fun song, but it's yes. it's actually pretty deep too. Like it's very yeah. it's very deep and they have a lot of songs that are fairly deep and and most of their other songs don't sound like this one this one is definitely more on the pop side but like the entire premise of the song is somebody trying to reach out like like just deciding that they're not getting enough of life from social media quite frankly i mean that's what the song's about is how shitty social media is uh, follow have- us on instagram <laughs> yeah sean does a facebook yeah uh, but you, you did, did but you watch you, but d does instagram because he doesn't like facebook even though instagram's owned by facebook it's you know and it makes and i do sense. neither so like yeah. like like yeah you can't find I, me on either of those so, platforms so in my defense instagram is a photo based thing where you know like i basically post pictures of t-shirts and records uh you know like no comments i'm not talking about politics or or anything like that i just want to talk about music but anyhow going back to what you were saying richie the video have you seen the video to this recently or at all not recently i have seen it before yes it's it's fascinating because it's the lead singer kind of walking around this crowd of people in suits just looking at their hands there's no phones in their hands it's just looking at their hands walking around and then there's this beautiful woman in the in the center like dancing like trying to get somebody's attention Uh like a connection Mm -hmm. and like yeah it's it's so fucking good it's really good and I think that's where the power of the song is because it, it's something that most, and especially I think people our age and older can see like just how, how much you're missing out. D's frozen now, how much you're missing out on a life when your, your face is in front of your phone. And it has to be infuriating for a band to, especially a band that's been around for 15 or so years to be playing in concert and see all these goddamn phones up in the air in front of them. And you know, I, I, I was sending you guys videos of Alanis. I, I'm as guilty as anyone, but it's got to be annoying that they're not just in the moment with you. They're on their damn phones. Oh yeah, and and and, and I think there that's a big part of what the song's about, Richie. But I think it's also just about you know like the the, the social media has made interaction less yeah. between people yes. you know like you you can sit in your room all day and think you're having a social experience mm-hmm. but you're actually you know without having a face-to-face with somebody or actually making a fucking connection i mean you can make a connection over texts and, and everything like that but but it's not the same as it used to be like when we were kids no you know, these goddamn kids these days well absolutely not i mean even even um you know until we started this podcast last year talking about the three of us we didn't really talk that much you know and it's funny because now you know just tonight's a great example 45 minutes we talked on the zoom call before we even got started and it's still not in person but it i feel like i know both of you way better since we started doing this all the time oh than i did when we were just an occasional text or an email or something like that and i i was thinking along those same lines today when this song was playing i'm like we're we're not really doing the podcast for for listeners sorry listeners to, to spoiler alert oh i think they're aware of it <laughs> okay. I just make sure. we're, we're doing it because it, it gives us an, an excuse and a reason that we can get together as as three 30 fr- friends of 30 plus years 
and just carve out time and, and be yeah. there. And it's, it's I, the, the connection piece. It's one of the things, uh, it, it, it's one of the things I look forward to the most in my life yep. is, you know, like, uh, uh, building the playlist and thinking about where it's going to go. Just like you were talking about Richie, like being curious to what I would say about this song, like, like yep. the anticipation of the week, the buildup to it. And then, you know, to sit here and have this conversation, uh, you know, regardless of, you know, it's, it's basically people are listening to a conversation that we're having. We, we do try to sort of cater it to like, maybe people will be interested like the uh, edit last I, week. I think, I think we only <laughs> cater to each other. Like we're, we're trying to make sure that, that we amuse each other. And but, if anyone else is amused, great. Yeah. And, but, but that's the thing is, but I mean, but obviously some of the, our talking points are muted or, or geared towards what other people might find interesting i think oh uh, more so than we would you know sitting around telling dick jokes to each other <laughs> yeah because we don't normally talk about homer as much as we do on this <laughs> that's true there it is. that's true there it is Whew. that's fair that's oh, fair God. i thought his i'm glad we contractually if we're obligated to mention homer at least once an episode i will say i will say really quick though i've had i've had probably half a dozen people ask me what i edited out and i won't tell them <laughs> because it's great it's it's, our it's, little it's freaking hilarious but it was totally wildly inappropriate so and would have what, made one what do of you think like they do if ass. they know that we ha- sean what do you think they do if they know that we have that entire episode that we've recorded and said can never play the Zack oh. Snyder cut. Oh, I forgot <laughs> yeah, about that exactly. episode. Yeah. What was that episode about? I don't remember. <laughs> there was one though. That's been that's yes. that's been early on. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was. Oh, I know what it was. It was because D said something in the and the digitization of the uh, of the uh, Ethernet or whatever made it sound like he said oh. something else oh, that's about right. shaving. Yes. <laughs> Islands in the stream. The, it was it was the follow-on to Islands in the Stream. Yeah. And you weren't even on the episode. You weren't on that episode and and but you're you, the one who you, caught it when you listened. Like the very first thing. Like you I woke up and there was a text like, why was he talking about shaving his dick? <laughs> It remember, did sound remember, like that. It totally remember, sounded like that. Yeah. And I remember, like, like I was like, "Oh fuck," because like, it, it sounds exactly like that. But I think Richie and maybe one other person were the only people that caught it. Because I, I didn't put something it. on Instagram. Oh, I, I put something on Instagram about it, and my mom replied to it something like, "Oh lord." <laughs> And that's why we didn't play the episode that we did after it. But yeah. oh man, it was so funny. Oh man, I just <laughs> yeah, kept listening back to it, it at work, and everybody at work, you know, because I got my own office, but the, everybody else sits in cubicles, like right outside my office door, and I'm just sitting in my office, just laughing so hard, and they thought I was like going insane, which I probably was, but but uh, oh man, it was good stuff. Ugh. Once you heard it, you could not unhear it. Like it was just like, oh my god, I was so embarrassed. <laughs> it was just like like running around shaving my dick or something like that i i, I think i was saying shaking my hips and it just sounded like would you like me, would you like me to play it i still have it you want to hear it <laughs> oh, <geez>. please <laughs> okay we've never played this since then here shaving your dick and just dancing around here let me do that again because uh shaving your dick and just dancing around <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh man
<laughs> so so for the listeners there's an entire episode of de apologizing for uh for this <laughs> and i just couldn't hear. and i just couldn't stop playing it i played it over and over again and then we decided it wasn't appropriate your mom yeah. wouldn't like well that. no it, it was just bringing more attention to it because i'm <sighs> pretty sure i deleted the instagram post once mom saw it. <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus what the fuck am i doing nobody else noticed this except for oh Richard. i've got a longer version of it too let me play that one too really quick hold on <sighs> You could be sitting there, you know, just out of the shower in your underwear, shaving or dick and just dancing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And and we're not editing that part out. So you can imagine what we were talking about last week about how much worse it really, truly was. So, um, oh, my. OK. So Applebee's Applebee's will probably never be a sponsor. Is that what we're going to get? <laughs> Well, if they ever well, hear that. So, so the, the no. funny thing is, I, I think they've already killed that entire ad campaign. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, I have not seen that commercial in a couple weeks now. Which I, is, I still don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know. Just don't. You'll, you're going to find out. And and, and, and you're going to, like, text Sean and I in the middle of the night, like, oh, my God, I just saw this. Dear God, why? So, um, so we've still gotten through two songs now. Is that right? Two of the 10? Yep. Yep. I want to yep. take a break because I need to refresh in my drink a little bit. So thank uh, you. I need to take a piss. <laughs> so, so let's take a quick break and we'll be back in just a second. <laughs> Welcome back to Sean and D's Good Tape. We've got to through two songs so far, only eight more to go. We took a little bit of an earlier break than normal. Welcome back. They, they didn't go anywhere. <laughs> we went somewhere. That's true. We did. Well, they, welcome, welcome us some, back. Some of yeah. them, some of them definitely went somewhere. I, I guarantee it. <laughs> we may only be down to dozen, dozen or five. No. <laughs> Let's be real, five. I mean, because while we do have dozens and dozens, we don't know that they listen to more than just the intro. Because the intro is good. It's a good opening song, and maybe people just want to hear that, and then they shut it off. I could see that. Well, and like, how does how does Amanda's download count? Like, you you download it on her phone every week, but like, does that count in part of the dozens? You mean from, from her listening to it? Yeah. I think he's, so. He's implying that you just make her download the episode. So it sounds like we have an episode. Oh, no. Listening. She listens. Oh, Sean doesn't make her do anything. We, yeah. all, we all know this. Yes. <laughs> no. no. She begrudgingly listens. No, actually, if I said that, she'll get mad at me because she actually says she enjoys listening to it. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't really believe it, but, you know, it's all good. At least she humors me. Humoring is a good thing. Well, so. I, you'll, you'll find out real quick because she'll talk about this. Yeah. So what's Michelle think of the show? Oh, he froze he again. Fro I think he froze on purpose. <laughs> I think he's just holding himself there so he doesn't have to answer the question. Is he doing a naked gut thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's see so, how yeah, long so this lasts. Rick Rubin and Paul McCartney. Fantastic. <laughs> They're dynamic together. Like you could. There, I'm back. There it is. <laughs> so, no. For the record, Michelle does not listen at all. She listened to like one episode, and and her opinion is she gets enough of us the three times a decade we get together that she doesn't need any more. Wow. Yeah, we're not everybody's cup of tea. <laughs> That's true. We never, no. we never yeah. have been and never will be, and it's all good. Nope. Nor do we give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Okay. So next song is mine. Um, it's uh, <laughs> it's Body Talks by the Struts, featuring Kesha, not Keisha. It's Kesha, as I was told because i was not familiar with kesha or any of her music whatsoever but kesha can belt out a tune and i think if you listen to the struts song that does not have her in it the body talks version that does not have her in it it's missing something when you hear the version with her in it their their voices mesh very very well together oh absolutely i i mean this duet is 
just outstanding. Mm -hmm. Outstanding. And you'll get bonus points with a with Meg with an H because she's a big Struts fan. So she might forgive you for your uh, uh grammatical errors. Maybe we should hire, and by hire I mean pro bono, have uh Meg, <laughs> Meg uh, Oh like our executive Meg producer. Be our, Meg, Meg yeah, be like our all the rest of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meg, if you were to be up to that challenge, you let me know and you can edit when we uh put things on social media and uh name the <laughs> Is shows. it okay if I name the show this? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> God damn, that was funny. Anyhow, yeah, no, this this is such a great and fun song. Uh, uh, just rock and roll at its rawest. Mm -hmm. You know, that's this band is like just like a throwback to like seventies and 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 eighties sort of rock music. Like just so much fun. Like you sent out the clip from Fallon today, D. And I mean, they they remind me of Mick Jagger, or Freddie Mercury. The the lead singer is oh like, yeah. It, He's absolutely channeling that shit. Mm -hmm. Yes, a absolutely. The Mick Jagger part, especially, uh, and looks wise, Freddie Mercury. But yeah. it, it was a, uh, 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 it, it was just, yeah. And the chemistry between him and Kesha, just outstanding. Yeah. The, so, the, the, so D, are you familiar with Kesha at all? I, I know of her, and I probably heard a few things, you know, from from uh, people that I've, I, I, I think so. I, I mean, nothing that's memorable, <laughs> obviously, but I, I'm, I'm aware of her and, and I know her story and, and all that shit. But, Richie just yeah. meeped. <laughs> yeah. As a person who hadn't heard old, old country, old, old town road till like a week ago, I'm, I'm almost guessing you probably have missed her vortex. Um, definitely, oh, oh, definitely. I, more, I, I haven't spent the... a lot of time with her, but I, I, I am aware of her and I know I've heard songs of hers. She she definitely is normally more of like a make Nicki Minaj slash yeah. pop princess yeah. kind of singer, and and this is definitely not what you'd expect from her. Um, having I, I figured you two probably didn't know her much at all, so no. at some point I will throw another of her songs on on, and I think it'll blow you away. Cool, I like it uh, in in a good way, in a good way, honestly. I will say uh, the song. Oh, go ahead, D. I was just reading some of those. Uh, uh, Lead singer Luke Spiller discussed the background of the song in an interview on the Elvis Duran show. Kesha is a real rock and roller at heart, really. When you talk to her about music and stuff, she loves the Stones. She loves a lot of the great British bands. So I think we naturally connected and she heard the song and that was that was reality. It was really it. Kesha also talked about the struts in the song and the statement to the Rolling Stones. They are one of my favorite current bands, keeping the spirit of classic rock and roll alive with their wild energy and sexy style. It's a song about my favorite activity, boogieing. I love boogieing <laughs> yeah yeah i just like i just like the body language part of it where they're basically talking about it doesn't matter what words are coming out of your mouth it really matters you know the look on your face or whatever it is that you're doing but uh the uh the line in the uh song that i really really like is your lips are a conversation that face is a song i freaking yes. love that line i thought it was so oh, good that's so fucking good yeah, yeah. you can be cool you I will. can be shy say what you want say what you like because oh your body talks yeah I, I i will say i don't like the woos and song like that's the oh, only thing on. like i love the song the woo is just like 10 percent too much for me i like i want something else there i don't know it's what so much fun it, it it like was like nails on see, a chalkboard for me see this is weird because i figured you would like that and d wouldn't it's strange that uh that you flipped on that so well yeah. it, it, it made me think of like rolling stones or or, or like 60s you know uh, uh you know rock and roll bands you know like the, the adding that thing in there it just and, and see, I, I felt like it was pandering. Like it was, it was trying to well, fuck. Yeah, it's pandering. It's rock and roll. That's what they're trying to get people to dance. <laughs> He's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my God. When he told Rick Rubin, you know, like, well, this song was about. <laughs> I wonder what's up with his internet tonight. That's weird. He doesn't usually freeze well, like he, that. He said kids are playing video games and watching Netflix and shit. Like oh, that, so okay. There's a heavy load on it. It's well, probably easier for him to do mornings, but yeah, he's boy. He's been frozen wild this time. Um, well, when he comes back, we'll listen to whatever it was he was getting ready to say. I will say the woos kind of make me a little bit sad because I can't woo. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you realize like how much different it would be driving? You know, if if we had our voices and and, and vocal cords or whatever. Oh, he's gone. I'm the host now. <laughs> but uh but yeah like like i was singing along to something the other day and i realized yeah i i could do this when we were in benny driving around mm-hmm. i can't do this now like yeah. it just is not happening yeah like yeah. at concerts and stuff like that you know yeah. like everybody woo you know and all that stuff and i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. well mm-hmm. uh, i used to do something i can't remember what it was it at, at, uh rallies or something like that i had some sort of sound we got a message from oh what did it say i'm looking now internet crashed give me five minutes okay we can do that okay yeah we can do five minutes yeah yeah we We used to do the show without him so i think we can handle it (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh my god his presence makes the difference (laughs) like how could we do the show without him should we do the next song which is his song and then he can come back and we can say we already did it or would that just piss him, that just piss him off now? Yeah, let's that. just tell, we'll go ahead and tell him we already did the song. Yeah, that'll be more fun. The and then he'll listen yeah. back to this and go, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. The, I, would, I do want to talk more about the Jimmy Fallon performance on, on Body Talks, though. Mm-hmm. The one thing that you sent was talking about listen at a certain place where, and, and Kesha does it in the song, too. But yeah. that scream, but to see her, wow. <laughs> oh, to see her do it live, mm-hmm. too, it was like, you know, like uh, like I like to do. I like to watch the videos of the songs before we record, like the night before we record. And uh, and I saw that they they had done a live version of it, and I, I went to it, and it was just remarkable. And mm-hmm. such stage presence the both of them have, and that scream, I was just like, "Fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the only clip I sent you guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're a but, little bit different. I don't usually watch the videos to songs because I usually don't like to know the meanings. You know, necessarily, I like to come up with my own. But yeah. Well, I it, what I find fascinating about the videos after listening to the songs, you know, a few times, is is how close I come to what my, you know, what I thought the song was about, to you know what the the video uh, interpretation was, you know. So like you know like connection that that One Republic song, like mm-hmm. like I I I sort of got that you know like the world is so huge and why am I so lonely. But then to see the, those people walking around looking at their hands, not even the fucking phones, their hands, and the one woman in the center, you know, dancing, trying to get these people's attention, then they just weren't looking at her at all. You know, like it was remarkable. It was Life was just so much better in some ways. In some ways, the <laughs> stuff that we do now well, is awesome. Like, we wouldn't be able to do this without, you know, no. the uh, the progress of, of technology and all of that kind of stuff. But, uh, but yeah, in some ways, it, it has set us back in society quite a bit, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and like Brick Rubin said... Uh, to Paul. <laughs> Boy, that Alien Ant Farm song was a really good one. I'm glad we already oh talked about it. Well, and, and again, like it was so deep. And, and Paul, <laughs> you know, the, the, yeah. Hi, Richie. Welcome back. I, I can't. I can't wait to hear what you guys say. <laughs> we, we we actually mentioned that, but uh, but yeah. 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 Um. So but, anyway, next song is actually yours, Richie. So go ahead. 
before you're in yeah so i i went with uh a song sean i don't think you were familiar with i wasn't i was surprised by that i was really surprised by that because it so i was really surprised like when when i read the notes on this song that i distinctly remember hearing the song after smooth criminal this was actually released before smooth criminal but then once smooth criminal became popular they re-released it so it had a really long kind of tail and it did. It became quite popular for a little while, like not nearly as popular as Smooth Criminal, but it was it was their only other hit, really, that I remember. Well, I'm gonna yeah, guess it's the only other. Okay, go I'm gonna guess the reason I never heard it, and I said this to you guys in a in a message earlier this week, is because we always talk about how how far Springfield Radio was behind everything else. Well, take Macomb Radio because I would have been at Western when this came out. Take Macomb Radio and give it about three more years, and then they would have caught caught up. So. Yeah, that's probably why I missed it is because Macomb Radio was terrible. Well, I, I'm not even sure that they played it on radio in Springfield. Uh, I think I think uh, at the time this came out, it was, you know, like YouTube was actually kind of coming around. And uh... <laughs> YouTube was actually coming around. We know it. Uh... We got to address what we just talked about. <laughs> so, not only is Richie freezing on, on several occasions, but a cat just walked by us. <laughs> webcam what the hell's going on oh man my goal next time is to catch the cat's butt right in your face yeah so so my kid playing grand theft auto no problems whatsoever my wife watching bullshit t- oh he froze while he was telling us about it <laughs> oh. no problems whatsoever oh, me on good. zoom problems and i've frozen yeah. Uh, yeah me on zoom problems clearly yeah you're back you're back this is gonna suck (laughs) this is great everybody's gonna love this i I apologize fans i'll do better (laughs) (laughs) let me go for a walk oh he's moving Uh, talk amongst yourselves so so okay so talking about this this song movies by by alien ant farm the first time I listened to it earlier this week or whenever it was, we put this playlist together in the last week and a half or whatever, I was like, you know, there's something a little off about it. And it's the way that this lead singer sings it. And then the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. And probably by about the 20th listen, I was like, I really like this song a lot. You know, it just, it just took me a, a few listens to like get into the uh, groove of how he was singing it because his, his singing cadence is a little bit off for yeah. most of the song. And, and, and that, that's absolutely true. I, I mean, I knew this song. It'd been forever since I listened to it. Mm-hmm. I, I remember the song and knew it. But uh, 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 like when I first listened to it, the uh... <laughs> is there a cat? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm walking to a different part of the house. Oh, no, no. Sean. Sean is also like got his headphones off talking to somebody off. <laughs> so this show is breaking down. <laughs> We might as well just take a break real quick. <laughs> Let Richie get set up again. No, I think we're fine. Oh, whoa. Okay. okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> he was the anti-D there. <laughs> we could hear him loud and clear. <laughs> Where's he's he going? going? outside. Is he outside? Oh, he's going to sit on his patio. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I moved outside to the, by the pool. Oh, there's crickets in the background. It's perfect. When he feels like it's whatever you want, whatever you want to make a joke, Richie, we'll just pause and let the crickets. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're live. (laughs) You did mention you wanted crickets earlier. Richie just obliged. So that's perfect. (laughs) Let me move to the other side of the table. You crazy bastards. (laughs) 
nobody's going to be listening past this point of the show. I guarantee it. It's all I would so hope off not. the rails. Okay. So is, is that better for the cricket noise? Yes. Yeah. It sounds good. Okay. Yeah. 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 The crickets so. sound perfect. <laughs> <laughs> they actually talk into their mics, so it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're they're one up on D. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Back to this song. Uh, Richie, do you have thoughts on this song? You're the one who picked it, and I'm not sure you've talked about it yet. I, well, I mean, I, I talked about it at the front. I, it, it was one of those songs I always enjoyed. I think it's a very good breakup song. Like, it's, it, it's. I mean, that's what the song's about. No, the song is clearly about a breakup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's about the the mutual, like, we both decide we can't uh, we can't go on like this. So we're, we're, we're calling it quits. And, you know, just like the movies, we're playing out our last scene. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, okay. I, I okay. like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, and, and as, as far as that kind of song goes, I, I really like it because you don't hear many songs like this. Mm-hmm. No, I have the dogs out here. The, <laughs> 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 um, that line that you just said, and just like the movies, we play out our last scene is the most awesome line in the song easily. You know, that, that chorus part of it is, is really, really good. And, you know, you, you start to think about, uh, just like the movies, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. And when you, and when you have memories and it doesn't have to be a breakup, it can be absolutely anything. You kind of, um, you kind of do, uh, do kind of put things and they become like a movie in your head almost on how things happen. Oh, sure. And, and, and sometimes even the memory isn't the same, you know, Mm -hmm. like the movie is completely fictionalized, Yeah, you know, in your head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 No, it, 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 like you were saying, Sean, like, like the the first listen, like you said, the cadence of the guy singing is, it's a little off, but, uh, but the more and more you listen to the song, uh, the more fascinating it becomes. And, and he's got that real, that staccato Mm -hmm. kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cadence. It's kind of like Red Hot Chili Peppers in some ways, where yeah. where they're just it's sure. just not you know we talked about that last week with uh, with them you know the way that that they sing songs too it, it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Yeah, no, that's perfect, absolutely. So as we move on to the next song, um, uh, this is uh, kind of what the show was built around was this uh, this request by not Jen from France but Jen from Jacksonville. Um, so uh, with an H. oh man so this song is uh save me by jelly roll interesting name for an artist jelly roll but this is a this is a really thought-provoking song there's just there's just no way around it i mean when you hear this song it 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 makes you have all kinds of feels when you're listening to it it and oddly enough it's so fucking relatable Mm -hmm. you know like it's it's you know, basically this guy is saying, save me from myself, you know, like just looking at himself as a piece of shit. And I think every one of us, everybody in the world has felt like that before, but, you know, like, God, I'm just ruining trying to everything. say save me? I think he's saying that is, he's a lost cause. I don't think he's even trying yeah, to say somebody I, save me. He's saying, I'm, I'm so no, far out no, there that you can't save me. Save, save me from myself. Like, I know I'm the one fucking the shit up. Like, I can't believe that you are even putting up with this shit. You know, like I am so bad at making decisions and, and, you know, not doing the things the way I should be doing them. Like, but it's just fascinating. Just God damn. Well, and, well, the, the line, I'm a lost cause, baby, don't waste your time on me. I'm so damaged beyond repair. Life has shattered my hopes and dreams. I mean, that's just, wow. You know, in terms of you, how do you come back from that? You know, 
if you, if you're that far gone and you and you don't even think that you're worth saving, how do you even convince somebody to save you at that point? That's that's the the real kicker that it's just like seems like such a hopeless song, which is why it's so so hard to listen to in some ways. Even though it's, it's awesomely melodic and it's a great listen, he sings it so perfectly and stuff. It it's a really hard listen at the same time. It's a really hard listen, but it's a really incredible song like like it's and the fact that this is a rapper apparently a white rapper who and he doesn't use auto-tune on this like it's just beautiful it's kind of mm-hmm. like a post malone sort of stuff I, I i don't uh you know where he's probably more rock and roll at heart than 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 hip-hop but it's uh it yeah, really so I, it almost has a country feel to me like it like exactly. oh that's a good music yeah. itself doesn't yeah but it like yeah. that's yeah that and, and I will say, I think the guy is screaming. He needs to make a connection to throw back to an earlier song. Sorry, had to, had to do well, it. Wait, well, you know, they all tend, you know, play our playlist. Wait, wait, wait. I was just gonna say, hold on, the crickets in the background. <laughs> <laughs> no, our our playlists do. Of listeners. <laughs> our playlists do tend to somehow work themselves out to where the songs do intertwine with each other, even when we don't mean to. And yes, I think that's a good uh, that's a good comparison. Even if D did make fun of you, I'm not going to make fun of you for that. Yeah, fuck D. He's, <laughs> he's alone in Japan trying to get a connection. Is he frozen now? Or is he just not going to respond? I think he's just not responding. He's not going to respond. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was making good. Uh, yeah. No, great, um, great pick. But no, it, like, this was a song definitely had never heard. Great call by Jen from Not mm-hmm. France. Yeah. And, and, and it was it was remarkable to me. Like, like like when she threw this out there like you should talk about this song and i listened to it. i was like fuck this is depressing like mm-hmm. what the fuck yeah but i love it because all my favorite songs are slow and sad it's true mm-hmm. yeah and and some it, somebody's trying to out depress me yeah with a music choice i was gonna say this became quite the uh quite the uh battle if you will on he i i, I talked about this last week you sent me a text message with this song in it because you thought i should hear it you know and you said I'm going to top it in terms of uh in terms of a sad song. And I don't know if you topped it, but you did pretty you did. You, you did pretty good though. Hmm. I see Richie's just yeah. Uh, no, no, it this song is is very in your face and raw. The song that you're going to go to next, it, it like like you have to actually dig into it to to get the sadness out of it. I like just on a on a on a surface level listen, it doesn't come across the way that that uh, Jelly Roll does. Okay. I I can see where you're going, but I can't completely 100% agree. My feeling was this song was more in your face. The other song is more thought provoking to where I didn't find it as sad because it made me think a little bit more because, because the jelly roll song was just like, it is what it is. I mean, it's out there. You're, you're, you're not going to miss what, what it's, what it's throwing down at you where the song that we're coming up, we haven't even named it yet. I'll let D do do that. (laughs) But, um, but it just, uh, it just sits and makes your, your brain just kind of work really, really hard to like comprehend everything that he's saying. Go ahead, D introduce the song. It's, it's, so the song is Jesus Christ by the band Brand New. It was introduced to me by a friend of mine, Mona. And, and uh, like the first time I heard it, it was just like, holy fuck. Is Mona a listener? Way. I'm not sure. With honestly, a cue. But... <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be Monique? No. Oh. Silent. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, D. Hold on. I want, I want the crickets. Oh, I think he I killed. I think he killed him. 
he set the no after them. actually no sean it's <laughs> i know how to operate my microphone and by going to the other side of the table they're not here oh. <laughs> no crickets he's got you there d <laughs> go ahead yeah so anyhow it's jesus christ by brand new it's like when i first heard the song just fucking blown away blown away i i mean uh the first line jesus christ that's a pretty face the kind you can find in someone i could save if they don't put me away well it'll be a miracle like like just right out the gate fuck like uh. so he's he's basically in a lot of this song projecting what it would be like after he dies because he's so depressed you know lonely if you will you know all of it he's just over it <laughs> the question that i have and i couldn't completely put my finger on this when i was listening to it as he's talking about what's going to happen after i die you know am i going to break up into different pieces and you know and all that stuff you know am i going to be standing at the gates of heaven you know he's talking about all this different stuff is he on the verge of suicide or does he just want to die that's what and i know it's kind of the same thing but it but it is he sitting there thinking about if I kill myself right now, this, what's going to happen to me is you just thinking I'm so depressed. I really wouldn't mind my life being over what's going to happen to me. I couldn't never quite grasp that. I, I, I don't think it's he's going quite that far. I think he's more questioning the religion he was brought up with. Yeah. And it's sort of crisis. And, and it's, it's kind of the, like, for for a lot of people that that are that are Christian, if depending on you know like what denomination you are and that mm-hmm. kind of thing, Reli- as long religious. as you believe, you will be saved. So it means you can do all sorts of bad shit, mm-hmm. but if you believe and have faith, you'll still be saved. Versus somebody else who might not you know have the blood dripping ledger that you have, but doesn't believe, they go to hell. And, and and that's the like I think that's kind of where he's having that issue, like. Do I believe enough? Am, am I doing what's what what is what is supposed like? I'm. Am I on the right path? Kind of thing. So you don't it, think it, he's uh, as far along right, as where I was at then with it then I, necessarily. I th- I think it's somewhere in between what both of you guys are saying. Honestly, uh, like I think this guy is so fucking lonely mm-hmm. and depressed, and 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 uh, and Needs I will die connection. alone. Yeah, uh, that's where I was going with it. Uh, but but like 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 he's trying to figure out is this life worth it you know like what the fuck am i doing here and 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 if i do all of this for you what do i get at the end of it you know does being lonely is being lonely enough to to have to be what i'm expected to be to get the gold chariot you know or to flow through Mm -hmm. the ceiling you you know as he says in the song you know like uh and then and then at the end when he's talking about like what happens if you come for me and tell me I'm saved and I don't believe you and I fucking nail you back up on the fucking cross, you know, like, like, what does that make me? Like, how the fuck do I know how to do anything? You know, like it's just questioning faith yeah. and, 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 and because of your depression or, or loneliness or, or, or things like that. It's- but, but I think, I think with that, you know, piggybacking off what you just said, the line, and you and you started on the line that right after this, but, well, Jesus Christ, I'm not scared to die. I'm a little bit scared of what comes after. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody, if they're really being honest with themselves, that doesn't say that exact same thing to themselves. You know, what what oh, does sure. come unless, after? Unless I mean, you had total and complete faith in, yeah. in, you know, what the afterlife was and yeah. your religion and everything else. Like, that, that'd be the only way that you'd be like, oh, no, I'm happy to die. Mm-hmm. but 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 see, see with terrorists this, 
Yeah. 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 We'll see war in general. But I, uh, I was thinking it's, about it's, the, Oh, go ahead, D. Go ahead. It, 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 the fascinating part about this, this song is, is, you know, the questioning of one's faith. You know, like I, I, we've discussed religion is good for some people. It's not good for some other people. Mm-hmm. But, but to have your life grow up and to start questioning that one thing that you were always led to believe is absolute true, whether it be Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny or, you know, anything like this, you know, like to find out that you maybe have a little bit of doubt in something and then it's going to fuck up the way you think about things for the rest of your life. Like it's fucking fascinating. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know you'll come in the, in in the night like a thief, but I've had some time alone to hone my lying technique. I know you think that I'm someone you could trust, but I'm scared. I'll get scared and I'll swear I'll try to nail you back up. Like fuck, that's so goddamn good. Like goosebumps. <laughs> so my my last listen through this playlist was this afternoon when I was mowing the yard, and this song came on, and I thought about it a little bit different than what I had said earlier about you know is this guy on the edge and thinking about what comes after and all that stuff, but but I got to thinking about older people, and you know you see it you see it, you see it a lot where somebody who's in their mid seventies to mid eighties even maybe even older than that, you know when they start having people around them die you know, their brothers and sisters and their spouse and, and all of that kind of yeah, stuff, even kids in some case, what, what's the one thing that they start to turn to maybe more than they had earlier in life? It's religion because they all of a sudden get really spiritual and really into God. Well, they want that. They want something. To, yes. They want a finish line. Yes. And they, and they want to make sure that they go where that finish line takes them. And you see it, you see it constantly. I mean, most churches, I, there's families and there's kids and there's all of that stuff, but a lot of churches are really built around people that are old. You know, and and I think a lot of it is it kind of stings out in this song a little bit from a different perspective, too. I, I it's 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 and you're absolutely right. I, I mean, it's uh, I was yeah, I was gonna uh, off. It, it's you want what you've done to mean something, uh, mm-hmm. you want to be. Well, I think the three of us are perfect examples of this. Like, like we don't necessarily think we're, uh, you know, the uh, like the best in the world or anything. All we're trying to do is just not be the asshole. Like, just trying to put a positive. Well, okay, Richie's not trying to, to be the asshole. I'm definitely but, trying to be the asshole. Let's, let's we're, be clear. We're trying to put more good into the world than bad, and and. Uh, it, it's and it's remarkable like like this guy grew up thinking that there was an end game to all of it mm-hmm. and and now he's worried about some of the choices he may have made may or may not have made it and, and whether or not it's good enough to get him to where he's supposed to be it's just a fascinating song so it is good. there's so many layers to it you could we could literally sit and break this song down and we could listen to yeah. it right now and then have a totally different take on it when we <laughs> when we talk about it in yeah. five minutes you know so yeah definitely i i know a lot of people that listen to this show don't listen to the playlists and they just uh want to hear us do our stupid banter and you know all of that stuff that we do listen to this song if you don't if you don't listen to any of the rest of the playlist listen to save me and listen to jesus christ on this list because those two songs are the ones that kind of stick out out of this one that 
this conversation would be a lot easier to listen to had you heard the song first. <laughs> we probably should have put that note in before we start talking about them. But but ultimately, there are also two songs you probably haven't heard. Right. Like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and 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 that's and that's the one thing. Like Sean has always talked about talked about like one of the things he hopes that people do is actually listen to this show. You know, like if it's a song they're not aware of, pause before we start talking about it. Listen to the song off the playlist and and go from there uh uh and 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 that's really the best way unless you're familiar with the song obviously but it, but it's really the, the coolest way to do this but sometimes sometimes though even listening to the song even if you know the song really well because we're going to break down some lyrics and you may not remember that lyric or you don't understand it you know and stuff like that so yeah or, or just the number of songs that you don't know the meaning of like you've listened to a hundred times oh, and well and, and, like, and, it and happens that's all the time one of the greatest things, and, I, and I've talked with uh, Jen from France about this, you know, like one of the coolest things about doing this show is these are songs I've listened to thousands of times and to find out what the fuck they're actually supposed to be about or, or you know, what people interpret them as, mm-hmm. like, it's just fascinating. We talked about that with several of the songs on last week's playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, and those are songs that are fucking 30 years old now. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of 30 year, years old in Are you saying you have to go to the bathroom? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We can take a break anyway, because, uh, yeah, let's just take a quick break. And we'll be back. It's only our fourth break of the show so far. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a record, right? Welcome back to Sean and D's Good Tape. This is our next song on the list. It's Mr. Blue Sky, originally by ELO and redone a couple of years ago by Weezer. And have you two both heard that album that Weezer put out where it's just a bunch of covers, by the way? Yeah. It's yeah, outstanding. I, it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, the Africa. The yeah. Africa version. Oh, you know, the Africa's you put You put that up against the original version and tell me if you can tell the difference. I mean, they sound exactly the same. Weezer does well, such a good job covering those songs. It's amazing. I mean, I think the same with uh, Blue Sky. Like, I, I can't tell much of a difference between this and the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which is where I actually was introduced to this song. <laughs> so, so I picked this song for the simple fact of we had Save Me and Jesus Christ back to back. And I thought we got, I, it was either, are we going to lean in on a completely sad, depressing playlist or are we going to uh, brighten it up a little bit? And then I heard this song and I was like, I'm going to throw this on there. And then D, very good job of uh, where you put it in terms of putting the playlist together this week. Oh yeah, to bring it back up, Pete. I was so proud of that. <laughs> when i saw that you sent that over mr blue sky i was like fuck yeah all right <laughs> that's everything up great yeah this yeah. is kind of a fun song i mean you know it just uh, kind of a fun song it's a fun fucking song yeah yeah no it just uh there's not a whole lot to it really to like break down in terms of its meaning or anything it's kind of pretty much in your face i think for the most part i i totally agree it's yeah it's just meh, right there Mm-hmm. The uh, the 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 fact you know it's uh, ELO is the original you know people of it uh, Electric Light Orchestra which is Jeff Lynne and we were talking about before we started recording was Jeff Lynne is the guy in the Traveling Wilburys videos that was everybody's like who the fuck is that <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> that's not Tom Petty or George Harrison or Roy Orbison right who the fuck is the guy with the beard and the glasses yeah which was Jeff Lynne from ELO and this is probably their most popular song I'm I'm guessing uh, but yeah no it's a uh, yeah, just such a fun fucking song in the Weezer cover. And Weezer is just such a fun fucking band, too. They are. 
We're going to have to talk more about them. Like, my name is Jonas and shit like Yo, that. Oh, yeah. We haven't touched on Weezer a whole lot. Yeah, that's... Yeah, uh, or, or, say it ain't so. Jesus Christ. That's such a great... Well, that first album. And Pinkerton. Oh, my God. Pinkerton's so fucking good. <laughs> I I do like the, the end of this song where all of a sudden they just change into, like, a totally different song. And then they break into, like, some uh, instrumental to end it. It just... It just uh, you know how I like it when songs change up. This is definitely one of those songs that does that towards the end. It, it's similar to like an old, like a, a later Beatles song, you mm-hmm. know, where they, they, they just transfer, you know, go from one, one genre to another. And yeah, yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. Good stuff. Yeah. So, so anyway, like I said, I don't have a whole lot. I just put it on there. So if people actually do listen to the playlist, as we talked about earlier, it would be a little bit of levity in it and a little bit of uh, you know, like and, brighten your day a little bit. Look at, look at Sean and D's good tape on Spotify. They're always there. Uh, and and I don't give a shit. If you want to email us at Sean and D's good tape at gmail.com, I'll send you the Amazon or fucking Apple playlist that we make too. Like, yeah, listen to these songs. They're fucking great. We put D through the ringer when it comes to that because I use Apple, Richie uses Amazon, and I think you use Spotify. So, well, we Spotify, have, we have... I, Spotify is what is largely used. Like, most people have Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel yeah. like this is where we uh, have our first listener poll. And and yeah. we uh, pull the listeners on who uses what because I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, I can use all of them because I've got Amazon. I, I've got actually I could use any of them, but I use I Apple pay the for most. all three of them. See, I don't pay for sure. Amazon, but most of the stuff on Amazon you can listen to anyway, unless it's really really new. So yeah, it's not really that big of a deal. I I, I love having the options of all of them. Spotify is the only one I don't have stock in, so I'm not listening there. You can do the other ones. <laughs> so the next song on the list is is actually yours richie go ahead yeah so this is my my last song for this week it's i just kind of threw this one on as a fun song like no real no real reason for it like it's just it's kind of a punk song it's a uh, fat lip by some 41 it's just a fun song like it just sean sean i'm guessing you probably hadn't heard this song oh i think i had yeah i'm pretty sure i had yeah this was a little bit bigger of a hit than movies because it was in the exact same time frame but like i would be shocked if uh western hadn't heard this song once or twice well and the timing around this song and and movies too but like fat some 41 and avril lavigne you know like the the whole sort of skate punk yep you know thing came out around this time there's other bands i can't i'm blanking on now too that, uh, that came avril out. was so good yeah well that first album was great yeah. uh you know at the time I, I don't know how well those songs age but uh i i would say a couple of her songs probably age pretty well like but yeah you're you're right she definitely was that that skate punk kind of like just something different richie really likes to listen to skater boy on repeat quite a bit what what's that complicated that's the song yes complicated yes, yes that I one i would it. think would age well yeah yeah <laughs> yes it would that, that's a yeah. fun song but the entire video was based in a skate park <laughs> sort of yeah. thing yeah but but yeah this song is is fun it's just ridiculous nonsense didn't she marry uh, the lead singer of nickelback by the way oh i think they're divorced now are they i think oh. d married the lead singer of nickelback fun fact <laughs> <laughs> we tried to call back to that uh, uh, you know, what's funny about that. I think that's true. And I don't think they're married anymore, but I think the lead singer of some 41 is actually married to Cameron Diaz. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Benji Madden. Is that, is hmm. that right? I don't know. 
Somebody Google this shit. Oh, please let me do it. <laughs> well, I'll do Avril second. Levine. You do the uh, Sum Forty One yeah. singer. <laughs> hey, do you guys remember when uh, when um, D chose that <laughs> chose that entire playlist that had like Florida Georgia Line and Sam Hunt and stuff on it a few weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, those are my songs. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were. Yeah, yeah I, I was shaving my dick, and I thought. Oh, <laughs> So, Avril Lavigne was married to Derek Wibley and Chad Kroger. Chad she's not married to either one of them? No, they've Chad, both divorced. Chad Kroger is the lead oh. singer of Nickelback. Uh, yes. Yep, you're right. Of course, a true Nickelback fan would know that. Good call, D. I just knew he, that they had a lead singer. I didn't know what his name was. Wow. <laughs> they had a Damn, lead singer. D. I didn't know, I didn't know that he had a name. <laughs> I, I thought, thought his was name Nickel. was Mr. Nickel back. Hey, this is this is how you remind D. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's a good hashtag. How you remind D. <laughs> you were right about Cameron Diaz. Yes, Benji Madden. Married, married to the lead singer of Sum 41, like still married? It says so. It says they got a kid yeah. together and everything. They've been married since 2015. In Hollywood, so, that's a long marriage. Well, and I mean, that was 14 years after Sum 41 was relevant. Like, this song was 2001, and I don't think they had anything else ever, right? Well, that, it could be a silver chair sort of thing going on there, too. Like, you might I'm sure Jen know. from France will let us fucking know. There's no, <laughs> no doubt about it. Sum huge! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could also be like an Imagine Dragons sort of thing, too. Hmm. Or, so so d the funny thing is like <laughs> watching tv today during football three different commercials come on including samsung galaxy's new like flagship commercial and it's a some it's an imagine dragon song of like course. it's like that's there, yeah those songs are so commercially uh, uh, acceptable because of the big loud bombastic beating of the drum and all that shit like yep. that and and the the harmless lyrics like it it makes all the sense in the world yeah. but and, and again, like I told you, like, and, and I, I don't think either one of you guys have watched the, the Cradle to the Stage shows yet. The, I don't think episode, the episode, yeah, Paramount, the episode with the Imagine Dragons guy, like, you can tell how earnest he is about yeah. the music, like, how much he means it, but it just comes off as cheesy as fuck. And, and, and it sounds like it's, it's fabricated, but it's not. It's this, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> That made me think of the yeah, movie. I don't. I don't think that was necessary. <laughs> but hey, I got thrown out of a party. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, but uh, yes, but, yes, you did. At this my is house. fun. This is fun. I'm just being quiet and watching D just dig a hole and see how far down he can fall into the hole. hole. Yeah, but Sean, you're the one that has to go back and edit all of this. <laughs> There's no editing to this. What are we doing offensive? Yeah. Right Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Oh yeah. We're just seeing oh, what yeah, happens. Yeah. <laughs> Please continue. But anyhow, beating D rope. <laughs> but anyhow, like like he seems so earnest about it. Like like you can't help but admire it. But at the same time, it's just such slocky fucking like striper, goddamn smash mouthy and shit. Like it's it just and 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 I understand the connection that you have with a couple of songs with that. And, and uh, I'm I'm intrigued that you can compare striper and smash mouth. Yeah, that's that is an interesting. I was just thinking that too. Oh, oh, Striper was a, to stri a fucking bass. But Striper was a Christian band. 
Yes, but I'm I'm talking writing to a base like like you're trying to make songs that appeal to a certain group of people. You're not necessarily trying to uh, uh, you know be Jesus Christ or Pearl Jam. Jesus Christ the song, not Jesus Christ the <laughs> uh, you're trying to you know you're not trying to be deep or anything like that. You're just trying to appeal to the widest possible audience. Uh, and with Striper, you know, going back to the, the schlocky stuff, uh, you know, like of that, you know, like trying to make it appealing to both Christians and metalheads and uh, failing at oh. both. Yeah. Can I tell a sidebar about Striper, by the way? Yes, <laughs> to hell with the devil. To hell with the devil. Shocker. So, so Striper, there was this friend that we used to have and Josh and Brandon, if they are listening, will, uh, will totally, uh, know what I'm talking about. There was a friend we had that his mom would only let him listen to Christian music. And so he liked Striper. And that's fine. I mean, it's, it was fine to like Striper. But anytime there would be like somebody's birthday and he would be invited, he would give you a Striper cassette for your birthday because that was the only thing that his mom would let him buy and you know none of us liked striper or cared about striper but he really liked striper so what you would do is is before he left to go home after the birthday party you'd be like here you go man since you like striper and you'd give him the birthday present that he gave you back and then he would listen to striper and you wouldn't have to so it was perfect how many copies of striper did he need well there's different albums so, I mean, it happened only a couple of times. So, like, how many albums did they have? Probably three at that point or something like that. And, yeah. I just remember it was kind of a weird moment. I think it was Brandon, actually, that he gave Striper a, a Striper cassette to. And Brandon, and he's like, you know, it's really good and stuff. And Brandon's like, well, if you like it so much, here you go. <laughs> I gave it back to him. It was very, I thought it was very admirable of Brandon to do that. Give up his birthday present. They, they, had, a, they had one song uh, called Honestly, which is, you know, like, uh, had nothing. I don't think it had anything to do with Jesus. Uh, you know, it was like a love song sort of thing. That huh. I, I actually heard maybe two or three years ago. I was like, "Fuck, I forgot all about this song." Hmm. But yeah, to hell with the devil. That's fucking funny. Hey, Dennis, you haven't uh, you haven't uh, defamed Allah yet. So just for the rest of the show, just keep that in mind. Why do you have to keep giving us edit points? <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be the goddamn executive producer. You're trying to it, get me started. It was kind of funny when he said that, and then he paused before you said something. I did hear a cricket in the background. So that was <laughs> special. That was special. <laughs> you know, this has really devolved into just one giant sidebar that most people are going to be like, what in the hell are you three doing? And I, I, really, and I, I get honestly, it. I get it. It's really just the three of us talking at this point. I'm not even I sure why I'm recording. I honestly think people are going to love this fucking episode, mm -hmm. and it's probably like almost three hours long at this point. <laughs> let me check i haven't even i haven't even I, yeah I, i'm gonna make sure i turn the recorder we're two hours on. into when we started talking actually an hour and 10 minutes is all it is but we've taken like four breaks so you well, know no and we had 45 minutes before we started we're we're we've been online over two hours at this point yeah well d and i have you've dropped out several times so i think we gotta take that time <laughs> away from you <laughs> Well, I had to I had to give you time to uh to make up after you know you couldn't hear D the last three weeks. Yeah, that's true. We had to get D's voice out there a little bit more. <laughs> See, now the listeners will come rising back up too. Wow, you think they only listen because of you? Is that what you're getting at? Hmm. No, I just wow. That's no, that's what I'm he's getting at. Yeah, that's what I'm, <laughs> I do. Well, shit, if you're so popular, why don't you go with the next song then? 
great because it's my fucking song. <laughs> I know it was a good and, save. And, damn and, it! I know. And while you're at it, why don't you? Uh, why don't you? I was playing along with the title. <laughs> What'd you say, I, Richie? I can't even pronounce it. You can't pronounce it. Anima. I thought it was Anima. Well, the album. Okay, so it's maybe it's, we should it's, ask Meg. <laughs> it's a good thing she stopped listening two hours ago (laughs) yeah nobody's listening anymore let's be real even even amanda won't listen this far into this show (laughs) this is where amanda goes michelle and be like yeah this is the same shit i have to deal with every fucking time those guys are in the room together amanda's texting michelle you didn't go to the game there's a rat bastard there's a left me there there's a reason there is a fucking reason that when you two come up here that she goes to franklin and hangs out with her family (laughs) and it's not to go to franklin nobody wants to go to franklin i mean shit uh but we love all of our listeners from franklin both of them yeah mm. well homer homer's they're too, one Who's the other they're one? too busy right i don't think he'd claim franklin i wouldn't oh that's right he's um, more alexander they're too busy riding around so, in their well i mean he's, he's really us. right he's like right in between franklin alexander pisgy and loami oh he should like, totally, I think he should totally claim pisgy can we talk about pisgy can we talk about pisgy sidebar Go ahead, D. Is it, it wait? Is it Pisgi or Pisga? It's Pisga. Who the fuck's? Why? Why is everybody it calls it Pisgi? D. It's been thirty fucking years. Lean into it at this point. It's Pisgi. It's. it's <laughs> there's I a mean, creek running the, through it. The one there's of the creek running through it. You got to understand why it's Pisgi. But you got to understand why it's Pisgi <laughs> is because one of the only residents is named Johnny Bob. So of course it's Pisgi. Oh, Johnny Bob lives in Pisgah. Johnny Bob lives in Pisgah or close. I knew to Elvis. I knew Elvis lived in Pisgah, but I didn't realize Johnny Bob lived in Pisgah. I didn't know there was more than one house there. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite upscale these days. How many, the new census how many shows speed, population how many, ten. <laughs> how many speeding tickets have you gotten through Pisgah? One. Actually, no, zero. Oh, you? Yeah, you're. I got out of that one. Yeah, yeah. I got out of that one because I had expired insurance. Of course, as you do. <laughs> How do you get out of one from having expired insurance? Because so so sidebar sidebar. Who Richie doesn't do sidebars often? Yeah, well, I do, I do, I just don't announce them usually. So when when Michelle and I were first dating, like like this was the first three months we'd been dating. We're driving to Jacksonville from Franklin, and I'm going clearly 96 miles an hour on a 55. And And as we as as we blow past Reeves Curve. There's a cop Reese sitting off. Curves. In a cul- you said Reeves. Yeah, it's Reese. 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 As we yeah. blow past there, there's a cop sitting off in a culvert, and he immediately throws his lights on. And I'm like, fuck, there's, I'm screwed. So I go ahead and I just pull over, and it happens to be right there in Pisgah. Or Pisgah, Pisgah. depending on. So we're sitting there, and Michelle's kind of laughing. Like, we, we have not been dating long at all. And she's getting the stuff out of the glove box, and... I had, I had just gotten this car. I'd only had the car like three or four months. And it, uh, this was like the first car that I'd bought myself. It was in my name, all that good shit. But the insurance ticket in the car was for my old car, which my stepdad had, had signed for. So we'd co-signed. I was straight out of college, no credit, credit history at all. So I'm looking at it. I'm like, crap, this isn't the right insurance card. Like, okay, we'll see how this goes. So the cop walks up to the vehicle. And uh, he, he, you know, is right there at the window. I hand him my license. I hand him the insurance card and I say, 
it's the exact same policy, but that is actually the the card for my old car. I, I just got this one a couple months ago. My mistake. If you run the numbers, it's the same policy. And he he looks at the card and he looks at me, looks back at the card and says, you're so-and-so's son. Yes, I am, officer. And he just turns around and walks away back to his car. And Michelle turns and looks at me and she's like, what? Are you getting out of this ticket? And I looked at her. I said, yep, yes, I am. 15 minutes later, in the, in the meantime, my, my mom has actually driven by and seen me pulled over in Pisky. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> of course or she Pisgah. did. <laughs> or either one, either one. So 15 minutes later, the cop walks back up and he's like, I had the best trip to Florida with your stepdad back in 1978. Wow. Slow it down. You're fine. Go on. Very nice. And at that point, Michelle's like, how the hell did you get out of that car for expired insurance? Like, I'm like, I, I'm just lucky. That's a cool story. Shout out to my stepdad. Yeah, that's a cool story. I mean, Michelle wouldn't understand that because she's from Winchester. So well, she knows all about life. Yeah. But not about shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, in Winchester, they just shoot first. The cops. Cap, <laughs> <laughs> cap. <laughs> God, there's oh there's other stories of you getting out of speeding tickets that I'm aware of too, like uh, um I haven't gotten out of that many actually. Well, that one on the Alexander Blacktop that night coming home from Chicago, we did literally 85 the entire way home from Chicago, and then you got busted a mile from my 85, house. 85, yeah, it he wasn't was 85. Okay, I'm he being was doing generous. 100 on 55. He got pulled over doing 85 on the Blacktop. Yeah, we were literally a half a mile from my house at that point. Yeah. Too. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did not get out of that ticket. I had to pay I, for it. I thought you, got I said, out of but I, I just had to pay for court supervision. I didn't have to go to court or anything else. Oh, that's right. But, but yeah. the, he took your ID and you yeah. had to leave the next, like a day or two later. Cause I remember yep. going to Jacksonville with you to the courthouse. Cause you had somebody <laughs> in your quarter get you. So, ID so you could go back okay. My godfather was a <laughs> Jacksonville cop. Rest in peace. Um, did yeah, he, he, he fixed that one. Did he die? Yes, he did. I didn't oh, know that. Sucks. Wow. Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, oh. Cancer. Oh, that's that's terrible. Oh, wow. Okay. On that fun note. Um, well, I'm, next I'm to sorry. the next sad to song. That. Yeah. Do we need a break or anything? Actually, like we that? are still in D's sad song. Yeah, let's take a break. Yeah, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back in a second. Or you won't even know we're gone. <laughs> All right, two songs left here on this week's playlist. Um, this has been a long episode, gentlemen, so we'll uh, get through these last two songs. And this next one is going to take a little bit to talk about, actually, because uh, there's a lot of layers to our next one, and it's your song, D. It, it's been like an hour, but I think we started talking about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think we did. Mention- yeah, we did. We took yeah. we took a forty five minute break, is what we ended up doing because <laughs> we started talking about something else. So yeah, mm. but yeah, no, this is tool anemia. I, I, I I'm sorry enema and it's it's i think it's more of an ah like an ah sound like it's not enema because an enema is no thing that that's exactly what the song is supposed to provoke it says anima anima yeah the pronunciation's right there in the notes uh the name of the album oh Uh, so the album and the song don't have the same pronunciation but they're spelled exactly they're not spelled the same they're they they don't have the exact pronunciation it was just one of those things where tool was fucking with you the tool was being a tool 
<laughs> yeah. That's a fair, that's, no, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, but fuck this song. When this came out, learn to swim, see it down at Arizona Bay based on the Bill Hicks, you know, uh, 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 comedy. So like, line. that's kind of a deep cut. Like that's, I don't think I've ever seen the Bill Hicks comedy, the Arizona Bay comedy. Like that's, I like it. I'm, I'm completely on board as we're going to get into here, but I like never made that connection. Well, it, it, in the album, in the liner notes, in the, the album uh, itself, like there were so many little secret things like Bill Hicks passed away right before this album came out. So this album was sort of dedicated to him. Uh, uh, and Bill Hicks is, is one of those people that, you know, like they, they claim Dennis Larry rips uh, Bill Hicks off. Uh, where it's like the angry guy. Like, I can't believe I have to get fucking mad about this shit, but this is what's going on. And, and you know, this song is about, you know, culture. People like, it's just like, fuck you. Like, get off. Honestly, this song fits better in 2021 probably than it did in the late 90s when it came <laughs> out. I was listening to it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a there's it, a lot of no, this, this is This has kind of been ever, ever, uh, evergreen, really, for a that's, song. That's fair. Like, you figure, I, mean, that's I fair left too. California in 2007, and I'm on board. I mean, it's basically just it's basically just saying that the culture out there, and probably everywhere, honestly, is just awful. It's not... <sighs> I don't think it's that the culture is awful. I think, I, I think that's what his thought is. Uh, uh, you know, like everybody feels entitled to something. Here is the and, hopeless fucking hole we call LA. The only way to fix it is to flush it all away. It's sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. By the way, to talking, swim. All right, all right. There's a, a distinction between the celebrity culture mm-hmm. and actual California culture. I think is what he's trying to talk about like like the bill hicks uh routine is about the celebrity culture like everybody wants to be important so like fuck you guys let's california get the fuck away from us like learn to swim flush it all away anemia and enema like enema the flush it all away which is absolutely what they meant to do was call it enema uh but but I I think it was just that celebrity culture that L, fuck L Rob Hubbard and all of his clones, like you know like California has to be the face of it, and and he's blaming and Bill Hicks and and Maynard are blaming California for the face of it. But but isn't he also talking New York City too? Like in in the right. in the That's background. What I'm yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He's not he's not saying he wants California to fall off the map and fuck everybody no. that's in California. He's talking about the celebrity culture, the fucking YouTube TikToks, you know, well, who are the fuck like like these people that don't matter that are famous, Kim Kardashian, you know, like fuck that shit. This was like, before all that he, though. Yeah. But I know, mm-hmm. but but it's so relevant like you said, Sean, it's mm-hmm. so relevant now. Yeah. It's it's like like this is not like California has to be the face of it and they're just like flush it all away get uh, yeah yeah it's (laughs) i do like amazing i do like the like kind of the middle of the song mom's gonna fix it all soon mom's coming around to put it back the way it ought to be i just i just thought that was just kind of you know kind of a balance to the song a little bit and and just the constant chance of learn to swim like Mm -hmm. it's so good yeah like it just 
here you go. You're going to get wet. Learn to swim. See you now. down to Arizona Bay. That's such yeah. a great fucking line. And whether it's Maynard or, or fucking Bill Hicks, mm-hmm. it, uh, uh, and there's a, there's a documentary on Bill Hicks that's on Netflix or something like that. That that's fascinating, and you can see Dennis Leary uh, is so influenced by him. I don't think I don't think he ripped him off, but so influenced by him, and we love Dennis Leary, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, this song just so powerful and just so hammering and just so fun to drive around and sing to you know it and it, it just it was a subtle rock song like it, it it has everything there but it's like the beat is is still fairly under under the surface of it it's not it's not in your face it's a lot of him singing but it's still so good and then and then the drums kick in and and you're right there don't just call me pessimist. Try to read between the lines. I can't imagine why you wouldn't welcome any change, my friend. Like, that's fucking brilliant. Brilliant. Like, yeah, we've got to fucking stop this. Bullshit I hadn't heard the song. Ring circus sideshow yeah. of freaks. Oh. I hadn't heard the song in a long time. It's just not one you're going to listen to on a, like a regular no. basis, just randomly, you know, but, uh, but yeah, it certainly makes you think a lot, you know, and, and that comparison. Well, and, and it's, it's a heavier song than like sober. So like, it doesn't get played that often. It doesn't come around that often, but it is such a good song. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, there's this podcast called pen pals with, uh, uh, comedians, Rory Scoville and Daniel Van Kirk. And uh, I was listening to an old episode that came up last year that like uh, uh, Rory Scrovel is like a huge tool fan and friends with Adam Jones, the guy who directs like the crazy fucked up, you know, sober videos the and the video for this one or whatever. And was talking about this song, which is what maybe prompted me to put this on here and brought up the fact that the names of the song and the album are not the same. And I was just like, fuck, I never even noticed that. Yeah just fascinating yeah because i i would have always assumed this was the title track off the yeah, album and they call it the title track but it's not even spelled the same yeah it's fucking cool as shit all so right when... i saw the yawn sean so let's go ahead and go to <laughs> lighten up we've been on this for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> this show may only be an hour and 20 minutes we've been on this call for like over three hours because yeah. we keep taking so i mean for the listener this is the level of effort we put in for you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take that jen from france <laughs> or richie's cat or my dog they've both been on the episode or your dog or the or the beat or the crickets (laughs) i almost said beetles there that's been a rough it's been a rough night for you richie you've been all over the place it's been a real shit show (laughs) well so has the whole show so yeah that's nothing new um so the last song chicken foot song second week in a row we've had chicken foot on the show and this song's called lighten up off of their chicken foot three album which actually isn't their third album it's their second album i still think that was i always loved that. that Yeah, yeah, so weird that they did that. What I like about this song is uh, it's it's basically a relationship song saying, you know, sometimes you just got to back off a little bit. But what I like about this song is the is the musicianship to it. How Joe Satriani at the beginning of this song makes his freaking guitar sound like it's a freaking organ. It's just it's just amazing how he plays during this that guy, song. That guy is amazing. Yeah, so fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> the fact. The fact that Sammy Hagar could just get anybody to fucking be in a band with him, it's that hat is so okay. So 
part of what we started this show was like your love of Sammy Hagar, my love of Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. And you have made me love Sammy Hagar so much more. And I've always been, you know, kind of uh, a dick about it, but I've always enjoyed him. Like every show I saw, mm-hmm. he put one of the best shows ever. But now I actually listen to Sammy Hagar. You know, I I don't I don't dismiss it. Did you by chance, you know, we were texting one night a couple of weeks ago and I had found the uh, 2000 show from St. Louis that had that acoustical version of a uh, little yeah, bit more. Did yeah. you watch it? Yeah. It yes, wasn't it good. Did. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and I'm, and I'm no, I thought it was great in the moment, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I was, but it's been 21 years ago, so it's hard to remember all that stuff. So. God. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and for the listeners, there apparently are promo CDs with that show on it. I cannot find them. I've looked. I, yeah. I tried to get Sean a copy for Christmas because I, I think you'd really enjoy it. But yeah. like, oh, that I Best Buy thing. It. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe Sean doesn't have it. Yeah, he probably has it. No, somewhere. I, don't. I don't have it. Uh, not that one. I've got a different one that uh, that um, I think you gave me, honestly. So because somebody that you knew bought uh, bought the Red Voodoo album, and there was something that came with it that you gave me at one point. So anyway. Um, this song, I'm going to make fun of it for a second because this is the part of Sammy Hagar that makes me laugh, yeah. which is also something <laughs> yes. that I, which is also something that I like about him because he's kind of cheesy at times. One, the way he rhymes words at some at some points. The very first uh, bit of this song, "Why you working so hard, baby? You could be making it easy. You know it pisses me off sometimes when you start acting sleazy." And he rhymed the words "easy" and "sleazy," which just completely cracks me up every time I hear this song. So, 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 Sean, I want to piggyback on that line yeah. and a couple of the other ones. My take on the song actually was that he was. Uh, like in the song he's talking to a call girl or a hooker like like that it's not someone that he loves that it's someone that's um you know basically giving her body over for money and 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 Ooh. working a little too hard like that that wow. was my take on the song well i did not take that from this i've I've heard this song for 10 years and i've never taken that from this song that's yeah. a, that's an interest now i want to listen to it and see if i can pick up on that that's that's really interesting excellent that it sounds like a a, a stretch sort of thing like stretch and kesha and sammy Hagar need to, to redo this song. <laughs> do, do song that's funny yeah. the other the other thing about the rhyming though that i was going to talk about was there was a song called high <laughs> yeah. hopes that he put out um several years ago for like a best of album and he found some way in there to rhyme the words dozen and buzzin <laughs> which was also good which is also good and i was telling amanda earlier the, the song why can't this be love by van halen which we've weirdly never had on this show which is odd um but uh only time will tell if we stand the test of time and i'm like okay come on could you find not find it only time will tell if we stand the test of time, you know, that's, that's the well, kind of stuff that where, where it gets a little funny to me. It, it's true. It's just very, you know, pedestrian. I mean, I think an editor like Meg with an H would say, you need to change that word and come up with a, a more creative word instead of repeating the word twice. So like, you know, only time will tell if we are eternal or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Meg will do Meg. <sighs> we'll do something better. <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, uh, gentlemen, our next show is the 50th episode. I got, I got another story to tell before we get into that oh, about, uh, right. about, about Sammy. So, so I, I've got a guy, 
I've got a guy at uh, work, his name's Rob, who told me the other day, yesterday, as a matter of fact, that he and a buddy of his from the Rockford area want to start a music podcast, kind of like this one. And I said, oh, okay. So he sent him the link to our podcast, his friend, so they could listen and, you know, figure out how they want to do a show. And, uh, and he said, you know, would it be cool if we like sat in sometime when you guys were doing a show? And I said, yeah, I don't, I don't care. You know, that's fine. You know, that'd be cool. You know, have a couple of guests on and you know, they're going to start a podcast and all that stuff. Guest. Oh my gosh. But, but the funny thing is his friend, his name's Andy hates Sammy Hagar hates it like like to the point where he's such a big david lee roth fan because he likes van halen hates sammy hagar in van how old is this kid oh he's not a kid he's like he's like our age yeah they're like in their mid to late 40s so so anyway um he said that if he comes on the show this is and we start talking about Sammy and I said, Oh, we're going to get into a Holy war. You know, it's going to be awesome because like, like it pisses him off. He'll call Rob every single time that Sammy does an interview and starts talking about how he reconnected with Eddie Van Halen. And he just gets, it gets him all bent out of shape and just pissed off, you know, that he, they even talked before Eddie died and stuff like that. So I'm like, he must be on the show and we must have a two hour argument about this. Cause it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. Oh. I, f- oh. I feel like that has to be the Moss Tequila show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's more the Van Halen stuff that sets him off. I don't know that it, he probably doesn't listen to Sammy Solo, I'm going to guess, from the way it sounds. So, so yeah. Yeah, but uh, he's still pissed off about Moss Tequila. Yeah, everyone is. <laughs> <laughs> so so the, the other thing is you, you could do the, like that first breakout hit that Sammy had with Van Halen and be like, this is the song that put Van Halen on the map and just be like condescending. <laughs> I think it was why can't this be love, which is funny because I was just making fun of it. <laughs> I think it might have been. I don't well, remember no, for no. sure. Well, no, no, like, like, uh, uh, I went to that record store in in, uh, in Tokyo, and I saw the Jap- J- Japanese pressing of fifty one fifty. I was like, "Fuck, I have to have this." Like, this is Sammy's mm-hmm. introduction. Yeah, you know, the hello baby, yeah, that, that whole thing. Like, uh, like it's it just, yeah. It could be an interesting <laughs> show. Not our 50th oh, anniversary uh, show, 50, no, no, no. Yeah, number 50, but, uh, but no, it's, uh, it'd be 51 or 50. Oh, that's true. 51, 51 50. 50. Yeah. We mm. do it 51. Okay. Yeah. So 50, let's do the cover show. Fuck okay. It. Okay. Uh, we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris uh, Stapleton's uh, definite must for next week then, because we've been talking about that forever. That could oh, be your pick. I, speaking... I've got, go ahead. I've got Pearl Jam doing a van halen cover uh running with the devil i'm good yeah mm-hmm. no was, was that the one richie okay I don't remember. anyhow was that uh, the one richie does richie know about this yeah yeah when you were taking a uh, fist oh okay okay yeah, yeah, all right we were talking about it uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna steal a cake i will survive okay yeah uh uh and, well, and like we normally we normally do not tell the listeners about our songs in advance because then they would not listen to them for a whole week or two. Yeah. Another there was a cricket after he said that. Um, there, <laughs> there was another uh, thing that I heard earlier this week. My Apple Music because we had be- uh, desperately wanting by Better Than Ezra on the show a couple of weeks ago, and then you know how your thing will pop up. You'll get a push alert saying this band just put out this song. Better Than Ezra just put out a single of a cover of Werewolves of. The- Ooh. 
yeah, Where, you know that the Warren Zevon Werewolves yeah. in London. Yeah. yeah, very nice. Yeah, so that would be a good all one right. to have on there. So all right, all right. Yeah. So I named my two uh, uh, listeners. Throw us a, a request. Uh, I may actually already have one, but uh, uh, you guys pick your your three songs and uh, yeah. And we're sorry we'll for this. We're we're sorry for this episode. We know nobody's was, sorry know for this episode. This was awesome. This was us unleashed. Richie looks sorry for it. Well, Richie's an asshole. <laughs> I am an asshole, but I'm also outside freezing my ass off for the fans. Richie wants to go in. Both of them. <laughs> Both of them. For Meg with an H and Jed from France. Yeah. Not for Homer, though. I'm sure it's not for Homer. Yeah, not for Homer. I'm hoping Tom Brady uh, gets his little legs broken. Maybe Tom Brady will break off into the ocean. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Great. All right. I think we're done. Are we done? I think we're done. So we'll see you. We'll see you on our next episode of Sean and D's Good Tape. I can't find the drop. Crap. There it is. <laughs> I want you to know it. It's over. Well, bye. <laughs>